0: another effing podcast about sitcoms uh i'm your host michelle i'm joined by my husband stan and two of our dear friends dan and luke and we are going to discuss mash the longest not running sitcom for a long time it was uh uh in the history of american uh television
1: I love Bill Hader's impression of Alan Alda. And in my mind, you know, like when you sing a like when you listen to a song and in your mind, you're kind of singing along and no one's around. There's a part of you that's like, I sound just like that person. <laughs> like, you know, And if you're drunk, you go to any karaoke bar. That's what the people mm. are thinking. Like, what well, I sound just like yeah. the song. And so in my mind, I'm like, I know the tone he's going to hit and the, in the pitch and whatever to get, you know, and it will, I'm not going to do it because it will come out terrible. But in my mind, I'm like, I can totally do that, but I cannot. Cause just, I, I wait, are
2: you saying Alan Alda? You can do a good Alan Alda?
1: No, no, no. I'm saying Bill Hader does an amazing Alan Alda. And I think because yes. Bill Hader does an amazing Alan Alda, my subconscious thinks that I can do an Alan Alda. Okay. But, but I th- can't,
2: but you've never tried it alone just to give it a whirl. <clears throat> I don't think so, no. Right, <laughs> we're going to turn off our mics, wink.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, I know, I, I want to second that, Luke. I know that I can't do it. I would give anything if I could. Yes, it is yes. So good. Yep. Um, I also, if I was a millionaire, I would pay Bill Hader just to come to my house Yeah. and do it, because they only did it sparingly, and I think because not enough people know who Alan Alda is but, oh, anymore, so, but- so terrible. But he- there's they did because they always used to do it where they would do the like you know uh, the, the behind the scenes like the auditions auditioning. yes and like there's one where he's doing like Obi Wan Kenobi and like it is so funny and I his the bit beyond the voice was just that he was so positive about everything yep. Like he would read whatever the line was and be like this is great who wrote this, <laughs> this <laughs> is amazing stuff
1: <This> <laughs> I see um, yeah. Ah, oh, it was
3: awesome. Yeah, the, it was so great. The Fantastic. Jurassic
1: Park one was so good. He's yeah, just like yeah. dinosaur. That's so see. I am it. Dinosaur is do. it's so great. Now I'm turning into like Sherry Lewis or. or uh, we actually might
2: turn the mic off. Yeah, I would.
3: <laughs> Alan
0: Alda, formal doom.
2: Live a girl. And that dinosaur comes out and attacks me? Oh, God, you guys, that is great. That is just terrific. And how are you guys going to shoot the dinosaurs? Is this going to be a uh, forced perspective? So, you know, that's how we shot Jamie Farr on MASH. Yeah, no, he's only about two feet tall. Yeah.
0: MASH is an American war comedy drama. Oh, shit, you guys. It's a comedy drama. <laughs> We're not supposed to be doing this. Television you know series that aired on CBS from 1972 to 1983, Jeepers. It was developed by Larry Gelbart as the first original spin-off series adapted from the 1970 feature film, MASH, which in turn was based on Richard Hooker's <laughs> 1968 novel MASH, a novel about three doctors. Interesting.
1: So it was a book before it was a movie?
0: Stanley yes. today told me that MASH was uh, written by Alan Alda. Nope.
3: I didn't say that. Robert Altman <laughs> is
2: what no, I, mean. I uh Well, he directed it.
3: Robert
1: directed Altman him. Alda. Robert, yeah.
3: <laughs> I wanna say I'm gonna sit back and let you guys do your thing, but um before we get started. Do it. If you need it, I have I did some research. Of course you did. I have I have information on the show. Mm-hmm. Great. On the movie. Great. On the book. Ooh. Great. On the song. Great. On on the Atari video game. What? Uh, what? No. <laughs> on the actual Korean War. So if you guys need anything <laughs> Uh, just let me know get the video game one to the top because that that (laughs) one's coming yeah uh but yeah so okay so i do i want to i think i want to ask luke first yeah this is your first time with mash yes right yeah uh overall
1: thoughts um I don't know that it's fair of me to make a great assessment of it because I, in watching it, sense the bigger... So here's something I did first, right? I, I watched the three episodes that we assigned, and what I should have done was watch the pilot first because even by the first episode that we were assigned, the Tuttle, which was mm-hmm. in season one, they're, uh, I would say repartee. I don't know if that's the right word, but they're, they're like... Rhythm. The rhythm, yes, yeah. The rhythm and dynamic, yeah. It was so like they had been on the air for like five years, right? You know, so I was like, I'm, I'm, I felt like I was missing something. And in the pilot, there is more of an ease into it, which is interesting. Um, But I thought, I don't know, man. It it was good. I really liked it. The more I got into it, it's a very weird weird show when you think about it it's it's <laughs> almost like taking a few good men and then having the people that did um <laughs> i don't even know like it's having like chuck laurie do a version of a few good men as a sitcom mm-hmm. because even like the theme song like the theme song right away has that that really sad thing that's reminiscent of the the, the original song which is, sui- I, it wasn't even until I saw the original movie that I knew there were lyrics and that the, that the song was called suicide is painless. Yeah. Um, Cause it's, I think I said this before I'd seen the movie and I'll talk about that in a second, but um, the theme song does this, you know, you know, it, it goes and it's nice and sad and they're rushing and you feel, you know, the importance of the whole thing. And then it's got this like trumpet end. Like it's like one of them are going to like throw their hat in the air, Mary Tyler Moore style. That's and so the radar comes in. Yeah. I love radar. And so, I love Radar, too. Oh, my oh, man. Gosh. So great. I, I, I want a Radar in my life. How much,
2: I forgot how much I liked him, but in re-watching, I am stunned
1: at how good the actor is. Yes. Yes. Um, and so, it's just, I, I think because there had never been, and maybe there had maybe I don't know. I don't know enough about, I guess, TV history to know, but, like, we're able to balance drama and comedy a lot better now. And I think... They, I don't know how they pulled it off because they, it was really definitely like an anti war show. It's, it's, it's definitely a lot of heavy shit happening yeah. with from a the, lot of from track. the From the get go. Oh, yeah.
2: I don't know if you have seen, if you've seen the pilot at this point, but it, I did.
1: It's, I watched the pilot because yeah. I was like, I got to be eased into this a little bit better.
2: It, it is actually uh, almost, is it a drama that's funny or is it a comedy? And I think that ultimately skews towards comedy, but, like, I, I agree with you. It's almost like, now we're gonna be dramatic. Yeah. Now we're gonna be funny. Well, um, and one, one thing I did... Has a
0: really good point.
2: One thing I did know for a fact, uh, I, I just... I loved it. When I was a kid growing up, I was obsessed with it. but um they never used a laugh track in the operating room. That's like what Oh. That was like they thought it was disrespectful. So yeah. you'll notice even when they joke around in the OR, there's there's no there's no laughter. It's
1: interesting. Yeah. I now Dan, this is actually where I would love if your research showed this. I remember I think I've said this before. I remember was there hearing... a video game by any chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember hearing that they took the laugh track out when they aired it in Europe. And so it was regarded as a really great drama with funny moments. But if you hear it was a comedy because they had the laugh track in because they wanted to tell people kind of what it was. I don't know about the
3: Europe thing. I do know that on the DVD, there's the option to turn the laugh track off.
1: Oh, wow. See, I... So
3: obviously it was filmed, you know, without that, and then that was added in later, so they could remove it.
2: I, and um, didn't they ultimately, I mean, in 11 seasons, I think they removed the laugh track before the show ended. I think the last couple of seasons don't have one, if I recall correctly.
3: I don't, I'm not sure about that. I mean, uh, I know there are certain episodes that don't have it. Yeah. Um, and I think the 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 final movie, which was presented as a movie initially, the two hour, um, yeah, that's now broken up into five episodes. I don't think that has the laugh track, mm-hmm. um, so maybe that's what you're thinking of. But I think for the most part, it, it does. And I mean, I think if there's one flaw in this show, it is the laugh track. Although it it's a sign it's not of the as, time, yeah, it's just not. But it's not. I mean, it's just dumb. Like there's no reason for no. it. But um, but it's
0: not you know, overwhelming it's not like some shows do. Like it's yes. like it's a very subtle. It didn't bother me as much as like. God, friends. I think friends bothered me a lot. <laughs> I well,
1: know, like, I, uh, you know, there's a the, the, there. There was a show, Sports Night. That was an Aaron Sorkin show. was <laughs> one of the
0: best shows ever.
1: Oh, I <laughs> loved it. But <laughs> that had a laugh track in the yes, first few episodes because they didn't know how to tell people that it, there was a comedy. Mm-hmm. They wanted people to laugh but deal with serious stuff. And and and. To me, I, that's what I felt like the laugh track did. It was just kind of like, hey, we're going to talk about death and dying and stuff, but you can laugh at it. So here, we'll we'll, t- we'll even show you where to laugh so it's easy to, to digest. That that to me is what the laugh track did. So it was distracting a bit, but I was also like, I, I felt grounded by it because I, right. I, the jokes are not, at least I think in the episodes that we saw. They're not necessarily like set them on the tee and knock them out of the park. You know, there's just like some biting things here and there. Um, There's a handful of references that I didn't get at all because it's referencing celebrities and famous people from the 50s that I didn't know. Um, So, like, I felt the laugh track was helpful just to know what we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: They didn't use the laugh track, if I'm remembering, from yesterday correctly. And guys, please know that I'm probably not win uh with physical comedy, which I really appreciated. Cause mm. like 'cause uh I think I feel like um radar just his gags were so good. Like yeah. he's was just so fucking funny.
2: Yeah. I, I laughed
0: I, a lot.
2: A lot of it too is like Hawkeye talks so fast. I mean, he's obviously based on Groucho Marx. Like he's 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 the surgeon who was Groucho Marx. But like, if you're not paying attention, you're gonna miss something. And he has so many of them that I think
1: if you throw the laugh track on every one, it's gonna it's gonna be overbearing. Right. Yeah. But he also, it's first of all, it's very weird to me to see Alan Alda young and youthful. It's funny because it's that's the only way I ever see him. Oh In no. My I, I, I'm used to him being on like talk shows and um even like West
0: Wing. The, oh, West the West Wing.
1: Yeah. And the West Wing, he was particularly frail. He was like an older Bob Dole, if you can it even was if that's even really, possible.
0: Yeah. Is that really possible? Painful.
1: I don't think so. I don't even know if
2: Bob Dole is an older Bob Dole. Yeah. <laughs> is Bob Dole alive? Yes. I don't is. He, he just okay. said
0: something really stupid lately, so yes. Oh good,
1: good. Oh, we
2: had him over for yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah so just to see him like moving quickly and, and having um, there, there's a physicality to him that was totally foreign to me
2: uh, also Luke uh, uh, do you, I don't know if you know this actually but we, they lost two cast members who essentially were upset because Alan Alda was such a hit like Wayne oh, Rogers they both left because they wanted to be the stars and uh, Alan Alda was by far the winner in these yeah. so like think about that Alan Alda was a big deal
3: yeah, I mean it was supposed to be more of an ensemble comedy. The movie is more of an ensemble. Yeah, Hawkeye right. isn't necessarily the like main guy. Is that right. Elliot Gould
0: and, in the movie?
3: I, uh, actually, no. I think Donald Sutherland. Oh, no. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's and there's also three doctors, mm-hmm. which there isn't in the show, like there's the book two,
0: said.
2: Yeah,
3: in the well, right in the movie written by Robert Altman, if I'm correct.
2: No, you're right. um Directed. By, <laughs> I know. I'm teasing.
3: Um, but yeah there's anyway there's Hawkeye Trapper John and Duke is the is the doctor who's left out of the show
2: for whatever reason because his
0: name is a poop there um,
2: there was a black doctor that appears very early on but immediately he almost dissipates like a couple
1: episodes he's in the movie Uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah in the pilot there's a black doctor, and I'm not going to use the term. I am I not either. I didn't
2: even want to mention it because
3: of how the bad joke. It is. The joke in the book is that he was a javelin thrower oh. in college, Ooh. and that's that's the the joke. Um, yeah, it, I'll let people. Gonna, I'll, you
1: can Google it at home. Yeah, yeah, that one. I was just like,
3: if you want to look it wait, up. Wait, so oh, you read
0: oh. the book, Dan?
3: No, I just no, I just read about. So it. okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the book apparently is not particularly good. Huh. <laughs> also, FYI, I um
1: so I I looked up. So I feel like I knew somebody who wrote a book about Mash, and I have to keep doing because I couldn't find it. If maybe I'm thinking of something else, but like I did Google Mash book, and there's not only is there Mash as a book, but there's like Mash in the Philippines, Mash in Japan, Mash. Oh. Goes there's to,
3: multiple. There's multiple sequels that's to it. So yeah, weird. Yeah. Um. Well, I can so I can so I can say, uh, yeah. So the book um, was written was published in 1968. Uh, written b- written by Richard Hooker, which is actually the pen name of two people, um, former military Shuk- Richard Hooker. and Hooker, former former military surgeon Doctor Richard Hornberger and writer W. C. Hines. Um, so basically, this guy who was a military doctor went to this guy was a writer, and he's like, I had this idea for a book about all the things I went through. Uh, the book is very episodic. There's not really a plot to it. Um, it was a hit, at least. So they he wrote a, a sequel, which is called MASH Goes to Maine, um, yeah. which is about the army doctors going home and going back to Maine. Um, the, an attempt to turn that. Uh, then, then there was the movie in 1970, which the, the original book is kind of more like libertarian. Um, the 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 doctors are kind of like get off my back, like you know they're not they're not really like liberal, they're more kind of like Nixon conservatives of like the government should get out of our business. Then Robert Altman took it and turned it into a much more like late '60s, early '70s kind of he thing made a against a the Vietnam yes. War. I'm assuming, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I imagine so kept, as well. Sorry, kept,
3: kept the basic plot but kind of changed the point of view on it.
2: So would you say he wrote it?
3: <laughs> uh, well again it was written by a guy yeah. named by again Ring, by Dan.
2: Ring Larder Jr. Dan, just because oh, Ring
1: Larder Jr.
2: Uh, uh, yes. this this is a for real thing uh, Dan I did hear Robert Altman's son did write the song Suicide is Painless is that true Yes So
3: he wrote um a guy named Johnny Mandel wrote the music uh-huh. um it was for a scene in the movie uh where a character Painless, yeah. He says he's going to commit suicide, so they have a pretend funeral for him. Um, and one of the characters sings a song called "Suicide Is Painless." Uh, Robert Allman said he wanted the lyrics to be very stupid, <laughs> so he gave them. He gave it to his teenage son to That's to amazing. write the lyrics to. Um, the song was very popular in the movie. I think it's in like the opening or closing credits as yeah. well to the movie. Um, and then they used it for the theme song because he wrote the lyrics. He got money for. Yeah them using it in the movie, I mean, in the TV show as a theme song. So Robert Altman has said that he made $70,000 for directing the movie and his son has earned over a million dollars.
2: Cheaper. I love it. Good for I, him. Well, yeah, and,
1: and, so, and also, what a, what a shitty dad thing to say. Like, I want I this know. to be absolute garbage. <laughs> yeah. Get my son to do it.
3: <laughs> well, that's why it's so well, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, it's not yeah, like the
3: yeah, I mean, kid was five. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's a millionaire, so you know, he whatever.
0: Fine. He's laughing all the way to the bank.
2: It worked yep. out. and then the Sadly, TV show... he killed himself after he wrote it.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Like, did he? he <laughs> might and out. it wasn't oh, painless. Kidding. It was not. It was not
3: painless. Uh, the TV show actually started out uh, as an attempt to make a sequel to the movie. Oh, by the way, the movie uh, was nominated for uh, Academy Award for Best Picture and won for Best Screenplay. Mm. Um, and uh, they attempted to make a sequel, which was based on the book. That ultimately failed, but they kind of took the ashes of that and turned it. We're like, well, maybe we can make it a TV show and made it into a TV show. And um, one other thing I want to say is that, um, so Stan, you mentioned that, you know, it's kind of like, is this like a comedy with like, you know, or is it more of like a drama with funny beats? Um, they said, so the dividing line is actually uh, season six, which was the same as Cheers, which is strange. <laughs> Um, but at least the producers feel that way because um, a lot of the producers left after season mm-hmm. five and like Alan Alda became a producer and some other people came in and they basically said season one through five, it was a comedy with drama parts in it and season six through 11 is a drama with some
2: comedy. Yeah, I would buy into that. Oh. It's it's pretty, I mean, every every episode sort of like has an opinion on things, but they do get a little preachy as the years like season six and beyond, it's it's definitely. Uh, if you think the shit is heavy in seasons one to five, they're they're tackling things left and right. Six to eleven. What it does, year
0: would that be? Uh,
2: does six start- seventy eight to eighty four ish, I guess. Seventy nine to eighty four. ish I was just gonna say, uh, the finale is probably the first event in my life on television that I remember being something you were preparing for and it being a big deal like they you know like it was a two hour goodbye episode and i remember it being like it was expected to like be like their high, and i think it was ratings wise it was like incredibly high but i just mean like it was a
1: television event i remember yeah. that i imagine i mean like 11 years. i think that's what's interesting about this show is like it feels it feels very, as an outsider, it feels very unique, but because it's been copied and because we have so much, especially now, like comedy, drama, whatever, that it's kind of like, uh, it does that thing where um, it's been copied so many times that you're just like, oh, I've seen this before. But at the mm-hmm. time, you hadn't. That right, was it. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, and I was just going to say before, like, I don't remember MASH that well, but I remember the show Trapper John for some reason,
2: which is like a weird.
1: It's it's weird too, because it takes place in modern day times with an old man who I always get confused with Dr. Wayne Dwyer. He looks exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, why is Trapper John telling me how to live my life? Well, and I I know that we're going to go
2: probably a little bit more back. I had said it it was uh, Wayne Rogers as Trapper and McLean Stevenson as. uh, Henry Blake that both yep. wanted to strike out on their own. Mm-hmm. I don't know that either of them really succeeded. Uh, I know I know oh. McLean Stevenson did Hello Larry. I remember seeing that show and it was not great. But he uh, uh, I,
1: so I huh? so halfway through the episode I uh, of when when he leaves, which is great. Audio
0: What is it called? Uh, 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 in absentia? Uh,
2: maybe
1: no. That means he's, he's Abyssinia missing. Henry.
2: Absinia, yeah, yeah.
1: Absinia yeah. Henry. Um, I anytime a character leaves a show and they have a reason for it, I'm always like, oh, I want to find out the contract dispute about what right. happened. Yep. And, and so I went to the IMDb page and and I, and I went right to his trivia, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to find out. And uh, spoiler alert for who has never seen the episode before. Uh, I did not know that he died yeah
2: and also <laughs> I was like
1: so the first thing it says is like oh after the episode aired and showed he died he was on the, Mar- the Carol Burnett show to say that he had and I was like oh shit uh, oh, god damn it um, uh i'm
2: I, i'm curious how much of a fu it was that they killed him like yeah. off. i wonder if they were like you are never ever ever <gasps> ever ever coming back
3: well i, I mean <laughs> they swear that it wasn't but i believe yeah. that because kill,
2: people die in war i mean like they looked yeah. that was what they said
3: yeah. they wanted they wanted to take the opportunity to say like people do die in war right. yeah so.
1: it, it felt very much like they wanted to just pull the rug out from underneath the audience. Not that they wanted to screw this guy. I also read in the same trivia page that they call it McClaning. Whenever (laughs) they like, when a character leaves a show and they just kill them randomly to to throw out the the audience. Uh, And not uh, him. I know, I I know, but I just mean
2: like, that's his claim to fame. His McClane to fame. Uh, (laughs) Oh, Luke, that was a dad joke. (laughs) It was such a dad joke.
3: (laughs) You love dad jokes. Uh, if I can I'm going to put a pin in that cuz I want to sure. come back to it. I am very di- I am very disappointed I have to say cuz I was going to ask you if you knew how that episode ended. I you know I it's I a total swerve. Yes.
1: But. A- a- and I was so disappointed in myself for like reading ahead cuz I was like, "Oh, god damn it." Cuz I feel like <laughs> I, I I, I would have fallen for it hook line and sinker if I Oh, I did not when I saw that. it.
2: I I was young enough to not know there was a contract dispute or anything. When I saw it in real time, I was floored when it
1: happened. Well, no, he left, I get, but, like. No, the death. The death is what. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. I'm saying, but, like, that, you know, contract dispute is one thing. He left, but then be like, it was shot down. Yeah. Goodbye. You know.
3: Um, Okay. So, the first episode we watched uh, was uh, season one, episode 15. It was called Tuttle. Uh, written by Bruce Shelley and David Ketchum, directed by William Weird, or Ward? I don't know how to say it. Weird? It's W-I-A-R-D. Yeah. uh, And it first aired January 14th, 1973. Um, The basic idea is that uh, Trapper John and Hawkeye are stealing medical supplies to give to an orphanage, uh, and in order to keep that going, they invent uh, an officer named Officer Tuttle, uh, who's approving all this stuff, and it just starts snowballing, Um, and they have to keep making up new lies and new things to keep, keep it going. Um, and, uh, it ends with, uh, the non-existent Tuttle getting a commendation and then dying, uh, in the field in order to hide that fact. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say, I, the, my one thought I had was, I think this is our first time covering an episode that is a satire. Um, and only in that, like, not everything a hundred percent makes logical sense that happens. Like there's a couple of times you had to be like, come on, <laughs> like they, no one can figure this out, but, yeah but I, th- but I think that's in service of, again, like a satire of like trying to say something um even if the plot itself doesn't 100%. See,
1: I just sense. chucked it up to man the internet would have fucked these people over. I, I assume <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> before the internet you could you could murder somebody and no one <laughs> me would figure it out because you just like Well,
0: I mean serial killer went down killers went down because oh, sh- of the advent yeah. of uh,
3: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> there's a there's a show just this I know there's a show called The Americans. Yes. Oh yeah, it's about About Soviet spies uh, living in America in the 80s. And I loved it because that was totally like clearly they were thinking of that cuz like they will show up to like a nuclear power plant and be like here are our IDs that say we're like whoever like some inspector for America and the guys like yep okay yeah. i have no way of checking this so come on in like <laughs> yeah. you know again like nowadays there's they could not get away with that but um, no even, like, like, yeah.
1: yeah every history podcast i listen to there's you know, always there's always a person who's like yeah i'm a doctor i went to medical school and no one no one follows up cuz no one checks it how yeah. could yeah. you you have to like send a pony <laughs> Uh, for three days to go write a letter that might be from a guy who, like, yeah, so that's yeah. what I just as, well, as soon as they were like writing all that in, I was like, okay, sorry, Mo, I didn't mean to cut you.
0: No, no, I got very excited about a serial killer who uh did that, <laughs> and I had to stop, I had to stop okay. myself because this is not about serial killing.
1: This is okay. not,
2: uh, the thing I, I love about this episode too, um, is. People start to pretend that they saw him and hung out with him because he's yeah. such a popular pretend figure. That is like Bla- Colonel Blake's like, I just had lunch with him the other day, and like fr- yeah. then Frank, I think Frank pretends that he has seen him too. It's, I love that perspective of like, yeah, people will
1: do that. They'll lie to, to be to belong. I I wasn't sure why we chose this episode. I'm curious. I don't I think know it was who on a did. list.
0: It was on a list.
1: Okay.
3: It's definitely a famous episode. Yeah. I think it, and I think it was one of the like first of like the first season where, you know, it was like, to- this is very different from what's normally on
1: TV. Got like, it. it was- to-
2: well, and to me, the episode is sort of peak of what this show is, right? Bureaucracy sucks. We're going to get around it. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's very much what the show is as a, as a rule. Maybe this is the, I I don't, this was like 17. So I I don't know if they went 16 episodes without doing it, but maybe it's the first instance of that type of thing. I'm not sure. Oh no, actually, no. As a matter of fact, I watched episode two last night and there's another thing, the black market. They do, they go to the black market for something. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There definitely seems to be like them operating on their whole, Another level, no no pun intended. Um, but you know, use it working within the system against the system that's all that's a huge piece of what the whole show is, yeah, right.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's also like because it's 1973 when this airs, right? I mean, Vietnam is still going on, and it's like I think it's a thing that maybe it's not as noticeable today, but. I was just like, oh wow, they I mean, obviously it's for a good cause, but they're just stealing from the military. Yeah. yeah. Like they they're they're committing like uh, right. you know, a court martialable offense. Like and, and then they're committing fraud and everything else. Like and the the show never questions that they're doing the right and thing. You know and Even I mean? in yeah. the
2: episodes we watched for today, you'll see that again. Like the yeah. Jeep that yeah. you know, yeah. um yeah. the Yeah. One thing I do want to I'm curious to get Luke's impression on, uh, because
1: Yeah, it's great. Oh, sorry. That was my Alan Alda impression.
0: That was Alan. Ola? Oh my gosh, guys! Quick,
2: guess to Alan yeah, Alda here.
1: No, oh, it's Ray Romano. I've turned into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a Ray Romano. No, um,
2: <laughs> Deborah. Deborah. Oh, Man, Deborah. why? <laughs> Maybe we'll cut this part. Who knows? <laughs> this, is, I, this is gold. Um, yeah. one thing about Mash that didn't dawn on me as a kid, but looking back is. The man versus woman role, right? Like the doctors Ooh, are yeah. all very so sexist. Hawkeye mm-hmm. is not married. Trapper and Colonel Blake are and yep. cheat left and right. Never addressed with any. Frank is married and cheats with Houlahan. Um
1: Oh, he is married.
2: I didn't realize he is. That. Yes, yep. he is. Um, you and and they also pound the Bible like that. They're the Christian while you they're know, doing it uh, but it's such a part of MASH to me that it's, I don't even know if it's inextricable, you know,
1: like it's, well, if you, so here's my two cents. I mean, uh, yes, there, the, the sexism is upsetting. Um, I do think that it was reflective of the times. I mean, the doctors are men, the women are nurses. And I think that that was part of the time. Hmm. Um, I think what was, and this is something that I didn't, mentioned before and uh while watching it i got very emotional um for no reason there wasn't anything in particular that i got emotional about and then the more i thought about it was like it was very reflective to me in the time that we are living in now that so many things are beyond our control you know especially with this election coming up with with covid happening with just where we are as a society where you know our our there's what government should do. And then there's what government does. And the Venn diagram is not nearly as big as I would love it to be. And so there's a big part of mash that says we have no control of our ability to be here. So we're just going to do whatever we can to survive. I mean, like in more than one episode, you just watch Hawkeye and beat and, um, well, BJ eventually, but like Hawkeye and Trapper. Trapper have a martini and collapse. I mean, right. like there's no surgery. They come out where they're like, we nailed it. Every single surgery, at least in the episodes that, that I watched.
2: No, it's, they not, were not, just
1: like, yeah, yeah they call it exhausted. meatball surgery.
2: And they, re- they reference in multiple episodes that they've just done 12, 18 hour, 20 right. hours. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and, 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 so the, the bureaucracy and the, and the, and, and this goes back to what you were talking about, about the having nurses and whatever. It's like, you're, you're doing, it's it's purely survival. It didn't mm-hmm. struck me as much sexism as it was just survival. It's like, I, I, I like, uh, the Trapper wanting to have a nurse with him wasn't as much sexism as it was. I just need a warm body next to me to make me forget where I am. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. I, 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 that, that's the, what I interpret I mean, there's the, the one, and I don't want to skip too far ahead, but the one where, um, the welcome to Korea, you know uh, Hawkeye comes in after partying in Tokyo for mm-hmm. three days. and you never feel like he's partying because he's a party animal. He's partying because <laughs> to forget yeah yeah and and, and, his, and and he showers in his clothes in, in a way that's just like, oh, I'm here and, and I have to I'm still here.
2: And one thing the show does, um, talking about the pivot back and forth between comedy and drama, is Alan Alda's got chops. Like, he's an actor. Yeah. Yeah. And Hawkeye has delivered many amazing monologues about how much he hates war and how much he doesn't want to be there. Like, when they give him the reins and he does that, like, everything you're verbalizing, Luke, he has the character of Hawkeye is like the embodiment of that. And he just will lose his shit every once in a while and be like, I don't want to be here and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, you're totally right. Like he, he's not having fun. He just wants to go home.
1: Yeah. He's not a slacker, like for the sake of slacking. He's no Van Wilder. He's, he's slacking because if he sits and you know uh if you you sit and think about how awful things really are or if i follow the rules and do everything the way i'm supposed to uh it'll i'll be miserable you know he even says like at one point i forget he does something and and he's like what are they gonna do send me home i mean right kick me out of the war put yeah put me in jail great you you need me more than i need you
2: yeah right yeah what One thing that always bothered me, just it's just so stupid, but Hawkeye is supposed to be like the best surgeon anybody ever sees, like whenever they come to camp. But they also say it about Trapper. And then later they say it about BJ. It's like, so this one camp got like three of the best doctors in the universe.
0: (laughs) Well, Well, even even major um, Winchester.
2: But Winchester, there are episodes where he can't keep up with them. Like he's. He's flawed, and Frank—they are. Frank is openly a bad surgeon. They, right. they bad. say that. No, no, no.
0: Major, um, the Blake? guy who got killed, Blake. Oh, Blake. Blake yeah. Was yeah, Blake also is also great. considered
2: an excellent surgeon. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, obviously, like, you, there's probably maybe the maybe the way I should look at it is like, well, there's probably camps loaded with excellent surgeons versus you got three Adonises in one, you know, right. camp.
3: I mean, I don't think they're like. I think they're just. Good at
2: what they yeah. do. You know? Well, like, I don't pay, know. If... No, I'm, I'm just, Dan, Whoa. pay attention. Whoa! <laughs> no, 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 I, I have yeah. definitely seen episodes where where like
1: colonels come out and they're like, "I've never yeah. seen May, surgeons that."
0: Generals day. came out and right, yeah. said
1: that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah. the one episode. Uh, w- God, it was. It must have been the where Frank is leaving. They do something where the, oh 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 when they they have the party was it in the pilot. God, I don't even know anymore, guys. This week also has been rough on me. Um, yeah. they, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So the, there's the the Korean boy who um, they're able to get him a scholarship. Yeah, is that in the yeah. pilot or is that in? No,
2: that is actually you must oh. have watched a handful. I think that's like not. I think that's three. That's not. It's in the first season. It's early on, yeah. but I don't think it's the pilot. You might have oh, watched maybe, a handful.
1: Maybe it's in the Tuttle one. I don't know. I don't know, but they basically have a party and then they get caught and the the general in charge finds out and he's about to kick them out. And then Hawkeye's like, you hear those choppers? We're about to operate on a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Although, by the way, they seem to be drunk before they operate.
2: Yeah. I was ki- So I was kind of curious about them. I think Michelle and I talked about it we because did. they do show that you usually know when it's coming. Like, the, it's not usually a surprise when choppers arrive, so maybe the doctors didn't drink is a thought. I don't remember if you see them drinking at you the party. Do. You do? Yeah. Uh, then forget that theory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I love, mm. too, by the way, just the, the nuance, and I don't remember if this was... Radar didn't... Did he exist as a character in the movie? In fact, actually, he's the only one that was actually in the movie. Is yeah, right? he's the, yes, si- the same actor. actor. Yeah, it's the same actor. Was he Radar? Was he the same... Yes. Did he have the same precognition where he could tell choppers were coming before people knew? Yes. I lo- I just love that. I love that detail. Yeah, yeah. Is that why he's called
1: yeah. Radar? Because he yes. can sense...
3: Yes. And that was based, apparently, on a real guy who is the clerk and would, for whatever reason, had really good hearing and would know before anyone yeah. else did that the choppers he-
1: were coming. I I so I looked him up because I couldn't remember if it was radar or somebody else who went who ran for senate. Um, yeah,
0: I, why do I remember that?
1: Gary Berghoff? Yeah, but it was somebody.
0: Uh, there was a guy from um that boat show, the Love, Love boat. boat.
1: That's what it was. It was Gopher. That's it. Gopher ran for for Congress. Oh, okay. Um, so now that's what. But I looked up uh Gary Burgoff Bergdorf Bergdorf's. uh I said Berghoff, NDB. but
2: Ber- I think there is a D somewhere in there.
1: Burgoff. No, I think it might be
2: Burgoff. Uh, anyway, oh,
1: anyway, he it said he went to to college with somebody I forget who, and then and James Tuttle. Huh. Oh, so maybe so, that's where the name came from. Maybe, maybe, but I couldn't figure out who James Tuttle was because IMDb searched for him and there was nobody.
2: That makes sense because he was made up.
1: But yeah, he's, yeah. Listed, he's listed in the credits uh, of the episode that's hilarious um, if weird. he yeah. really is it says James Tuttle as himself
0: really uh, that's awesome
1: uh, according to IMDB I didn't stay to watch the whole credits you're of the show you're a dummy then thank you <laughs> wow
3: um, but yeah I mean I did want to the other thing I wanted to say was my other thought was that this show definitely um, we haven't done the rules in a while but this is a show that um, respects the audience enough to pay attention because yeah. what I did love is, is that first scene where the nun is like oh who you know who should we thank for this generosity and Hawkeye says, "Oh, Officer Tuttle," and it's clear that he's making it up, like on the spot. Yeah. Um. And then, so that's the first time. And then the next scene, there's like a commercial break. And then the next scene is radar coming in saying, "I need Officer Tuttle to sign these forms." So it's clear this is a thing that is now built. Right. right. Like you don't see that the happening, lot but spread. now, yeah, now they've like invented this guy who's like signing stuff, and then you know, and then later they have to like make up the the uh the f- the file for him, and they may like make up all this stuff. The other thing too is that when um. Uh, Burns calls or I guess Wuhan calls the general right and then uh, Radar gets on and he's like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna put a call through but patch it back mm-hmm. to me yeah that, that the guy is like oh by the way I got that comic book you sent me yep and like it's not explained, but it's clear that like radar is constantly like wheeling, and, wheeling dealing and dealing and sending yeah. things, so, so that he can get that he can get um, favors back. One, you know, one
2: thing I I will say too, just as someone who has seen all of these, Sparky is the name of the guy you're talking about. That's mm. you. I didn't know you actually ever see him. Radar over and over patches through to Sparky, but they never cut to him. Mm. I was really mm. delighted to see that they actually in the very beginning had a person who was sparky.
3: Yeah. And they do that a lot. Actually, there's a lot of recurring characters. Like the guy who runs the motor. Yeah. Comes back. Um, Igor, the, the cook, like, yeah,
1: he, I I saw him again, maybe in an IMDb thing or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But they just, they definitely like would reuse people just to make it feel more real. You know, these people would sort of come and go who were just also in the camp. Um, all right, anything else on Tuttle? Because we, we are running line yeah. we we'll move on um, to the next thing. Okay, so in the next episodes we watched, um, we're actually three in a row. I'm sorry. Um, the first one is called uh, Abyssinia <laughs> Henry. Um, I assumed that that was uh, goodbye in Korean. I was wrong. <laughs> um, Abyssinia is a joke. It's supposed to sound like I'll be seeing you. Oh. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I assumed it was too. As a goodbye, um, but it's the episode, it was uh, season three, Three. sorry, yeah, uh, season three, episode 24, um, uh, written by Everett Greenbaum, no, sorry, oh yes, Everett Greenbaum and Jim Fitzel, directed by Larry Gilbert, and aired March 18th, 1975. Um, So we watched that one, and then we watched episode one and two of season four. (sighs) Now, uh, what I never realized was. Sorry,
1: real quick. I don't think I watched yeah. part two of the episode four, so. Oh, okay. Sorry there about are... that.
2: Oh, uh, that's what? Henry Blake comes back. Yeah. yeah what? It's yeah. yeah. Um, it's really weird. Yep.
3: Uh, but what I had not, I because so I have seen this show, I've seen every episode definitely, yeah. but I've never seen them in any order. I would watch them in reruns, and it would just be all, it would be a, you know season one, and then the season eight, and it'd be all mixed up. Yeah. I never realized, and Stan, you said this in the last episode, and I did not comprehend what you were saying. I did not realize that uh, Blake and Trapper John left at yeah. the same time.
2: Yeah, two big losses in I, one season.
3: That's crazy. Right. I, I did not know that. Yep. And so um, one episode. Right. Well, they obviously didn't know when right. Yeah. Right. His because... was clearly a
2: summer dispute or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So they they knew that the uh, Clay Stevens was leaving because they they did this whole episode where um uh, uh I keep wanting to call him Burns but it's Blake, Blake. Oh, Blake. Blake. oh Blake sorry Blake, Blake wants to leave uh, or he is leaving. I'm sorry. He he gets his uh order to to leave. Um. So they have a big party for him. Um. And he leaves and then. The scene, there's a scene at the end where Radar comes in and tells everyone that the, his plane was shot down over the sea of Japan. And there were no survivors. He died. Um, that scene, only the guy playing Radar knew what was going to happen.
2: Really? Oh, I didn't oh. know that.
3: Yeah. So they, they were having a scene. Obviously, everyone knew like there was a scene going yeah. on, but then he came in. So that was everyone's real reaction um, to, to him. Wow. Really?
1: Because I felt like yes. Loretta Swit. She was crying. She was crying already, but I was like, "Give it a minute." Like, I mean, maybe because the camera panned to her and didn't get her reaction initially, but it felt to me very forced. Hmm. Um, everybody yeah, else. Well, how whatever. many
0: takes did it take? You know, like it yeah. could have been their twelfth take.
1: Yeah, where they know. got yeah. in her yeah. face. I don't know. Yeah, uh,
3: but um, but anyway, yeah. So that's the episode. Oh the wow! Thing, I th- I think um both all three of these episodes I liked them a lot. They were very good. I did also have the thought of like not a ton happens no in any of them. None. it's a lot of banter yeah because basically they say goodbye to henry they have a big party for him where they all get very drunk and then that's it then he leaves mm-hmm. and then and then there's the last scene and that's kind of the whole don't episode. forget his suit well, all
2: of these oh, yeah, all, of, all of these episodes are are just one a story i've noticed by the way there's no real the sub story yeah. in any of these yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you cut back when when Hawkeye is getting, you know, BJ and coming back, and like, you cut back to Franken, but it's still the same
1: story. Like, there's right. still- Right. It's their reaction to him leaving. It's
0: about such. BJ, yeah. too.
1: Yeah. Um, Who was yeah, a weird it, transition, and, and maybe when we watch more episodes, I felt there was definitely a, a, a banter to um, Trapper and Hawkeye. Right. That- and and maybe just because I haven't seen enough episodes with BJ, but BJ felt very like, all right, I'll join you. Uh, but I'm also, he, cha- per- he, you know. he changes. Okay, yeah. He never becomes quite like Trapper. My guess is
2: Hawkeye and Trapper were supposed to be essentially two flavors of the same exact thing. They were priced, but BJ is a little. He's more reserved, and he's he's a little more of a goody two shoes at heart than yeah. the other two.
0: Well, yeah. he's got a pr- a wife that just yeah. Had he's just a, a different character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: That's, I think that's what's uh, so hard to watch this show is just like, especially now, at- I, I know I, I went on this high rate already, so I won't say it again too much, but like, we're just living in these weird times. So to watch a show that takes place and all I all could think was like, all these poor characters like have, you just, just don't want to be home. there. Just want to go yeah. home. and like. Yeah. I watched it in my home I, and I still was like, sorry, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, but you're right. Like, I want to go home. I want my, you know, my mom's going through a lot of stuff right now, so it's like- I want that back and it's yeah. gone and yeah. so many things are gone. And just like these characters are going through. So I'll belabor it with you. And
2: I will say this is out of all the shows. I mean, and I, I've rewatched some of the shows, but this and cheers, I am going to watch again from start to yeah, finish me too. because I really was surprised at how much I enjoyed it still. Well,
1: if, uh,
3: I, I, I just want to thank Michelle uh, for forcing us all to start the show because I would never have rewatched these shows. No, but they're so good.
1: Ah, uh, uh, oh, it's great. Oh yeah, I, I would just have watched, watched have, it.
3: I was like, thank
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have watched it. Awesome. it and and forced
2: is the correct term. She really yeah. did. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. nobody. Yeah. yeah, nobody. Nobody feels mm-hmm. otherwise. Mm-hmm. Can no. You, and it,
1: will you let I, my family out? I, I, because yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I finally, if you could release my daughter, be, I I'm you. doing it now. No, no.
2: You are allowed
1: to keep our boys.
2: <laughs> um so I mean, do we have anything in particular I, I, to say about this episode? i do uh so okay the, the, the henry blake leaving episode uh and i'm always a sucker i really am at heart i i i want the emotion like the him and radar goodbye i yes. i'm all for it yep. the, the one thing that actually out of all of what we watched that made my bristle a little bit is the the way he kisses Hulahan before he leaves i found oh, that yeah. a little like ugh. And I know they paint it where like, and they they do that a lot with her. Like she's the sex object, and like they paint it where she's like, I was okay with like you know, like she wasn't, she doesn't push him away and right. slap him. She's like, oh, I just got kissed and I like. Oh him.
1: yeah, I mean she t- like just hearing the description of Tuttle, she like drops right. Her right. She it's gets
0: just hot- horny. Yeah, well,
1: her name's yeah. Hot Lips, but. I yeah, don't, I don't, but, but I don't have a problem with that because
2: that's on her terms versus him just grabbing correct. her and kissing right. her. And then right, but, she's all yours, Frank. It was like, right. Ugh. But like
1: the character is written as just a sex object, not yeah. well, that's the, it,
2: well, in later seasons. That's, I think, part of the stuff that I was saying where season six starts up, people start to take on much deeper. Mm, okay. She becomes
3: a much deeper character, yeah. and she also like at some point like she's kind of an airhead, I guess, like a little bit. Um, yeah. Later, she's like running the nurse corps, yeah. and she's she's like, tough you as know, nails. Mm. She's tough as nails, and and they really respect her, and you know, even though like whatever. So, um, but I mean, on one hand, it's like that's good, but on the other hand, it's like it is supposed to be 1951 or whatever, yeah. Like, right? You yeah, you know it, it. It definitely became more of like this is the whatever late 70s, early 80s morals mm-hmm. laid over yeah. this so then then it was the uh like i said season four episode one and two um which aired uh on the same night back oh. to back yeah. uh written by written by every Greenbaum, uh jim fitzel and larry gilbert uh directed by gene reynolds uh and aired september 12 1975 um and in this one uh trapper john has left uh hawkeye comes back from uh R and R in Tokyo. He's very drunk or he's very hungover. Um, and he finds out that on has left. He they goes with Radar uh, against orders to um see him off. Uh, he just missed the plane. Uh, Ten minutes. Clearly, yeah, they clearly did not have the actor. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's gone. Um, and then they get the new doctor BJ Honeycutt. Um, they hang out in a bar for a while. Uh, they have the Radar soon impersonate an officer in order to get in uh which he's not in favor of uh and then their jeep gets stolen or oh, it already was stolen uh but their jeep is stolen and then they steal a general's jeep um to go back to mash uh on the second episode which luke you did not see yeah. um they go through a bunch of there's a uh people clearing a, a minefield um where one of them gets blown up and they uh take her to a hospital um and then they see some soldiers walking on the road and they get shelled and they try to help some of the soldiers some of them die um and it's basically like BJ getting that's why it's called Welcome to Korea cuz BJ gets his like you know uh, trial by fire um in this war zone where they're they they almost get killed um, and then they head back to MASH and, uh, oh, they stop at Rose's, which is the bar right right outside the camp. Uh, they get very drunk, BJ and Hawkeye. And uh, in the meantime, it's cutting back to Byrne saying, like, and Houlihan saying that they're going to mold BJ in their image and he's going to be, like, straight military like they are. And then they show up and they're both very drunk and they're falling over each other. And it's like, womp, womp. Um, and that's how that episode ends.
1: Interesting. Uh, I feel terrible um, yeah. now I didn't see it, so I will. Uh, but you I can't talk to about it. It's really I fun. will. No, I will. I, I mean, I, I got to say, I, I enjoyed the show a lot more than I thought I would. I, I, I have a heart like, I feel like I've caught... A, a, just a glimpse of a bigger bigger thing mm-hmm. there's so much and it clearly made an impact on society and it clearly had a bigger thing to say so it's hard for me to say that I understand like th- some of the shows we've done already where I haven't seen the whole series and I've watched a couple of episodes um like Modern Family I haven't seen the whole thing I get it yeah. um yeah it was the one there was one we watched like three episodes um, Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch got it Malcolm in the Middle, too, do we agree? Malcolm in the Middle. Yep, got it. Um, This I don't know that I fully get yet. I think there's more to it that I haven't really gotten there yet.
2: To go back to the thing, to keep going back to what Dan said about, it it does really feel like they also changed what the show was halfway Mm -hmm. through. So, like, you can't, you have to watch a bunch throughout to sort of, like, see how it evolved. Like, MASH changes a lot. Hmm.
3: And I mean, it was on the air as long as. True. Yeah. yeah. Which right. is a yeah. yeah.
2: uh, little, little fun fact. Um, George went does appear on mash as oh, really? uh yeah, he's, he, it's a very quick one, like one scene thing. But the funny thing is he has a pool ball stuck in his mouth and Hawkeye is supposed to get it out. Uh, but, in Cheers, Sam gets a pool ball stuck in his mouth. Yes. <laughs> be, there's an, it's actually uh, sort of ridiculous. He's under the pool table listening to Diane and someone sinks a pool ball. And then he crawls out and there's a pool ball stuck in his mouth. Like,
1: okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, i I just want to say this real quick. What I think mm-hmm. is really interesting about this show is I've never seen a show before where basically all the characters don't want to be there every Mm -hmm. single sitcom in the world is about people in a, in a space where they want to be there. Maybe not, Uh, maybe not. Yeah.
2: For the most part. I mean, Frank and, and hot lips are probably happy to be there, but that, that might be it.
1: Yeah. But I mean, but okay. So, but the majority, I mean like the, a good day is, is learning that you're leaving. Yeah. Right. You know, like there's no episode of cheers where they're like, Oh my God, I went for a walk. Like there's, uh, you know? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, and it's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think Cheers is is their escape from their lives, and on this right. show, there's no escape. And I, I, mean, we already touched on this, but I think again, like it, it gives the audience um, the ability to figure it out themselves. I don't think it's ever said that. I mean, everyone in camp basically, other than Burns and Hulan, maybe basically everyone in camp is either an alcoholic and is cheating on their wives just because they're so miserable. Yeah, yeah. like and apparently, like the the you know how this really worked in real life is that it was incredibly boring. Cause nothing would happen for weeks on end. And then there would be a major battle and they would get like hundreds of wounded at one time. And they would work like 48 hours without a break. And they would all just collapse. And then again, it went back to like three weeks of nothing happening. Like it was just like this monotony, you know, that, and then, I mean, obviously like, you know, they're doing like, like they said, meatball surgery and people would die. They wouldn't save them. They'd be like, roll them out get yeah. the next one in here because yeah. like you know they're coming people who are like in pieces you know it was like a nightmare um
1: but from sorry just real quick but mm-hmm. i mean from a sitcom standpoint <laughs> logistically that's so weird right right because no. it, it, you know it, it's it, even like hogan's heroes is about guys trying to get away from where they are you know, and each week you, you, you tune in to see, like, how they're going to get out of there. This is like, wow, I can't wait to see these people who are stuck in this place and miserable to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Like that. that I don't know. The the, the whole time I was watching it, I, I just kept I was doing that thing where, like, I just pictured the executives having a conversation about this show and be like, well, it's a comedy that takes place during war. But these guys work around the system. Sure, they were drafted and they have no choice, but you're going to laugh. You know, like that—that <laughs> that is weird to me.
0: And someone will probably die every episode.
2: It is also interesting happening during the Vietnam War because like you can look back and be like, well, the Korean War is over. We know this is a pretend show doing it. But you can also be watching it and be like, I know somebody who's in war right now. Right. You oh. know what I mean? And you're like, how how are you t- I'm kind of reinforcing what you're saying look I guess how yeah. do you walk away from the episode feeling good
1: because yeah they just essentially
2: might have been touching on what you hate thinking about
1: yes and I, I think that that what was also very interesting to me is that it's a mainstream show in the middle of like other gates happening phenomenally popular and 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 so much so that like there was trapper John and Aftermath, and and I was reading yep. something else they try to make other spin-offs um it's in the middle of this, this war, the Vietnam War, where, where people are are getting killed and we're not winning and we're, we're doing poorly and the president is about to quit. Um, you would think that people would want to tune in every week to just Escape. cartoon yeah. circus, yeah. you know, just the blandest thing yeah. in the world. And it's like every week they tuned into this heavy, heavy shit. Mm-hmm. That's... that's contradictory to what mm-hmm. I, I i would think
3: i mean but it was a weird time i mean things like all in the family are yeah, coming. yeah. i'm looking up exactly when that starts but it's around that time uh, yeah oh no it's already 90. it's already on the air no it's 71 so yeah so like it was a time when they would okay. put, like, oh wow more, wow they would put kind of more real stuff on tv
2: yeah um, for whatever yeah. reason yeah but um one thing I would I would like to say before we close it because we sort of didn't talk about it is the writing is really really crisp yeah. They, yeah. like the joke per to minute per ratio is very high like yeah. uh, uh and on top of it you have people delivering lines just funny like Gary Burgoff says things that on paper aren't funny but they're right. funny because yeah, he's yeah. really good at it
0: when he says the thing about um Frank's why uh sorry I did it uh Burns nope uh Blake? major about Blake's, Blake's wife yeah wife I laughed so hard yes. and it's and like and you know how I go off on these tangents about women and whatever like it's such a shitty thing to women this show but I'm I'm laughing a lot yeah and it's for, almost for uncomfortable.
2: the people in podcast land uh Henry Blake goes off on he's almost like Thank half him. dreaming he's talking about how sexy his wife is and radar is standing next to him and like by the end of his like monologue radar is like Heat it up, I guess. Yeah. Like, and he's like, I'll, "I'll take one of those drinks." And then, I don't know, like five minutes later, when you've totally forgotten about it, uh, Henry's wife comes up in conversation, and Radar just turns to Hawkeye and goes, "She's really hot." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, his wife is really. Yeah. I don't, I, he probably doesn't use the word hot. I don't remember he what yeah. he says. He says she's got a great body. She's got a great body. That's even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> like thought it was so
1: I could have yes. sworn he said "dead ass," but I don't know if that's right. Yep. <laughs> they said yeah,
0: yeah. He, he said "wap." Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was weird. The show is very ahead of its time. I'm um, sorry. Is
0: it WAP or WAP? WAP.
1: It's WAP. I think it's WAP.
0: Sorry. I think
1: it's... I th- th-
0: do you think it's... It's W-A-P. W-
1: yeah. Maybe it's like WAP. I think maybe it's WAP, like map. God, that is yeah. the... Hi, we're over 40 and we're doing a podcast. <laughs> uh, welcome.
3: Um, I did want to say... Okay, so before we do wrap up, um, just on the end of this episode, so I... The part two of Welcome to Korea, I have watched on TV more than once. There is a part that is not in syndication. Oh, yeah. I I have never seen it before, and just explain it to Luke. Which, because I was like, "What the hell is happening?" Like at the end. So Mm -hmm. what happens is, is at the end, uh, now BJ is is in the camp, and you know they're like, "Okay, this is it." They do a thing where the, uh, well, first of all, at the beginning of the episode, it was very strange because they show a scene that's new of burns waking up radar and telling him to get everyone right. in line. Yes. And then it goes into saying a, a recap. The, the announcer on the PA system saying, "So Hawkeye was in Tokyo and and they do like a recap which is like weird that it like happens after the first scene." And yeah. cuz I was like, "Wait, what?" Um but then at the end that the guy comes back and he says, "Now reporting to 4077th mash unit, Alan Alda as Hawkeye Pierce." Like Mike Pharrell and they go through the entire cast with picture, like yeah. with clips of them announcing it, and then he says, and and now reporting. Um, oh, what's the actor's name? Damn it, I Harry, just Morgan. Name. Hey, Harry Morgan. Harry Morgan as um, Colonel Potter, and you see a scene of which is the next episode because I watched it. I let it autoplay of the next episode of of him driving up and talking to Radar, um, and it was like it's so like, you know reality breaking that they're mentioning the actors names yeah now i was like what the hell is this and then i realized what is going on because we know that this show lasted 11 seasons right but clearly what's happening is that they're they were panicking and they want to be like okay everyone it's cool it's we're gonna be fine (laughs) we lost our two like basically the second and third lead like we lost it we lost them but but it's fine the new people are here and also Because he's not – Potter's not in this episode. You only see the clip from the next episode – but they're like, look, Harry Morgan's here. You know Harry Morgan from Dragnet? Don't worry. <laughs> you like this guy. Oh, Like, nice. everything's going everything's to be fine. It was such a funny, weird thing. And like I said, that's definitely for syndication because I've never seen it before. Yeah. But it was on the Hulu part, yes, uh, version of the episode. Um, and it was very weird. And then, I like I said, I watched the next episode. That scene is not only in the – it's like halfway through the next episode, hmm. which is very weird. They, want, they just want everyone to know, like, don't worry, Harry Morgan's coming. Don't worry, Come you back. guys. Come back yeah. next week. Everything's going to be fine. Um, it's anyway, funny yeah. you
2: say that because I commented to Michelle because um, in the first episode where Harry Morgan doesn't even appear, he's given he's in the credits.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess because they were like they they were like there's just too much to do. We have to get BJ yeah. in first. Um, um, but yeah, he's definitely they, in it.
1: Yeah. They do that uh, in the pilot at the very end. Do they? Okay. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they announce right. like hey, reporting Alan Alda as this. You know, which and, I it was. It's funny you say all these things because while I was watching the pilot, the pilot felt to me so in a like, "Hey, you're gonna like this. It's a little bit weird, right? <laughs> but here you go. Here's Alan Alda. You remember him? He did stuff. You like him? Am I? And crazy? Wayne Rogers? To... It sounds like Do... Roy Rogers. Does the
2: <laughs> doesn't the pilot start with Alan Alda in a voiceover doing like a dear dad letter, and yes. then it just completely and then it goes drops and drops it until totally. yep, yep. yep they do that by the way out they do a couple I don't know how many times but they do that letter writing format where Hawkeye mm-hmm. essentially tells the episode to his dad in a letter yeah I I, I which they a,
0: did in West Wing and it's one of my least favorite episodes
1: they did it twice on Sports CJ.
0: Night CJ CJ. oh and Sports Night yep. yeah He,
1: what's his name Josh Rides, Charles did it writes to his sister twice yep. who's twice deaf. and
0: she's deaf
1: yeah for for right yeah sorry uh, no it's okay we could do Sports I Night another time I love Sorkin so much I I have mixed feelings about mixed, Sorkin. Mix, mixed,
0: mixed, mixed fingers. Yeah,
3: fingers.
1: Yeah, yeah, mixed fingers about Sorkin. What?
3: Um, so uh, again, for Stan, I just want to say uh, the Atari. We'll, we're, we're gonna leave. listen. we we'll Yeah. The the Atari video game. <laughs> yay! <gasps> oh, yay! Was uh, released in 1983. What it is? I watched a YouTube clip of it. Wait,
1: wait, wait! You're not. You're not. You're, this is real.
3: This is a real yeah. thing. Um There. What it is is a. The first part is you are. Flying a helicopter. Now you know what an Atari game looks like. Yes. Yeah. So you're you're flying a helicopter. You're flying pixels. And and yes, and there's a a tank that's shooting at you, and you have to get the helicopter and and like land on the other side and drop off the the wounded and then fly back. And you and you will get like shot down. And the next helicopter comes. You have to bring a number of wounded to the hospital. And then it switches to a scene which looks exactly like Operation. Where you of have to you have to take a little oh, really? a little thing and like pull stuff out of the patient, and then it flips back to the helicopter and that's it. That's the whole game. Yeah, that sounds um, about right. Yeah. That,
2: it was that's just great. Strange.
1: That's great. That's just good stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, Ray. Not good?
0: Ray Romano. Oh,
1: I wanna play video games. Nope. Um, that's Fuzzy yeah. Bear now. I don't know what's happening.
3: Uh so that's it. So that's the entire game. Thank and, you for um, telling me that. You're welcome.
2: And that, that so seems fun. like it's still better than the E.T. Atari game we chose to buy. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh god, that game was bad. Yeah. I
3: I, 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 I had it and and it was a namer.
1: Ugh. I can imagine. Yep. I, I'm surprised they don't like you drop sarcastic bombs on the tanks. You know, just because Mash is <laughs> yeah. full of witty banter, you just drop sarcasm yeah. on the. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I haven't watched the whole show, so uh, I don't know how uh, it works. But uh, that's right. we'll cut all a this a good out.
0: YouTube video that you will want, yeah. want to watch about hot guy and uh, hot girl? <laughs> you just
1: said hot guy. <laughs> <laughs> about Hawkman and Hawkwoman. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When does when does Green Lantern show up? Is that yeah. a different show? <laughs>
3: um. Okay. So, uh, I also just wanted to say that um the Korean War began on uh June uh twenty fifth, nineteen fifty, uh when North Korea invaded South Korea and it ended unofficially, uh, with an armistice in July twenty seventh of nineteen fifty three. So it was only three years from start to finish. Uh the show lasted eleven years, obviously. Um they also So
0: we kept through the same three years yeah. over.
3: <laughs> There's also stuff online about how the timeline jumps around in a way that makes no sense. Um mm. because they will say the date sometime and then they'll like Say the date again, and it's six months before, even though the characters have changed. So that (laughs) doesn't make any sense. But anyway, uh, they never, they never thought anyone would ever like go back and check those things. So they didn't care that much. Um, They didn't know about the internet.
1: I was going to say once again, the internet saves them from anything.
3: Exactly. Um, All right. So that's uh, I think that's it. Right. Um, We're going to do part two where we haven't picked the episodes yet, but we'll do uh, part two with later episodes. And Mm -hmm. anybody have any final thoughts before we?
1: Uh, I'd like to hold off on rating, if possible, because I feel okay. like I'm not going to get a fair rating without more research. Mm-hmm.
0: All right,
2: is that I okay? Might, I'll allow I, it. I also, especially since this is a longer one, I maybe we don't do favorite clips until next time either. I appreciate all that right. too, because yeah. I, I allow that. Thank you.
0: Okay. Um, and I want to say, my dad fought in the Korean War, and mm-hmm. that's all. Oh,
2: okay. uh, one thing I should say too: uh, my dad looks remarkably like Harry Morgan so I, I, thought, though. I, I I've had other people come up to me and tell me that my dad looks like Harry Morgan so I've I've have that weird bond with the show one
1: nice. thing I should say is uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's just great that's just wild that's I love that stuff that's great
3: no. uh, you're uh, it's like uh, if Alan Alda was playing Yogi Bear which I really like. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who's uh, on picnic I just, basket? I just I just
1: I just want a picnic basket. It's oh now I'm doing Woody Allen. That's not good. <laughs> uh, uh, <boy.
3: laughs> um, all right. So uh, I have a couple other things to say. Um I I was surprised at how not bad the Klinger stuff seems, but let's let's uh
0: Yeah, off let's see if that, that gets worse. Yeah.
3: Um, and uh yeah, all right. So I think that's it. Michelle, take us home.
0: Uh thank you everyone for listening to uh, another Evan podcast about sitcoms. I'm Michelle. Um that's it. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> I'm Luke Ward. I'm Stan. Oh god, never do that
2: again. <laughs> All right, wait, you might let me do another one. Let me do another oh, one. God. I'm Stan. I'm
3: Dan the producer. Uh we'll talk to you next time. Great. For Bye guys. Bye, guys. Is Great. Suicide thank is you. painless, but Thanks. don't do it. Definitely not dead. Do this has been another effing podcast about sitcoms. The music for our theme song is by Ryan Satoy, and the lyrics and vocals are by our own Michelle Lykowski. Our logo was created by Luke Ward. Follow us on Instagram, and if you could leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, well, we'd certainly appreciate it. Another effing podcast about sitcoms will return in this time slot next week.
2: Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog.